No! No! No, 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 no! 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 Please, would be nice. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for all your blessings. You said in all things give thanks. So we want to thank you tonight for these mighty machines that you brought before us. Thank you for the Dodges and the Toyotas. Thank you for the Fords. And most of all, we thank you for Roush and Yates partnering to give us the power that we see before us tonight. Thank you for GM Performance Technology and the R07 engines. Thank you for Sunoco Racing Fuel and Goodyear tires that bring performance and power to the track. Lord, I want to thank you for my smoking hot wife tonight, Lisa. My two children, Eli and Emma, or as we like to call them, the little E's. Lord, I pray you bless the drivers and use them tonight. May they put on a performance worthy of this great track. In Jesus' name, boogity, boogity, boogity. Amen. Amen. Wow, that is strong. That was the greatest prayer I have ever heard in my entire life. He nailed it. And that was a prayer straight from the heart. He meant every single word of that. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us with the direct port nitrous injection, four core intercoolers, ball bearing turbos, and titanium valve springs. Dear Heavenly Father. Wow, that was authentic. That's how everything should be. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> That was great. For a second there, I thought we were all watching Talladega Nights. I was like, wait, is this real life? Is this really happening? Totally giving me Ricky Bobby vibes. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the No Police Podcast. We have a great show for you today. I'm so excited for it. And a lot has been happening. So before we jump into everything, please rate and review the show. It helps the show out so much. You know, there are more than 5 million podcasts out there in the world. 5 million. That's crazy. So by rating and reviewing, what you do is you make it so the No Police Podcast is not the number five millionth on the list. It brings us to 4,999,000. Is that right? I'm horrible at math. Thank you so much to those that have already done so. That means the world to me. And feel free to let loose in the reviews. Some of these are so hilarious. I read one the other day that was from, um, let, me, let me grab it real quick. Oh, here it is. Admiral Thumbskin. What a name. This is on Apple Podcasts. He writes, for a guy who can't chew a steak, okay, ow, or wow a woman with a full head of hair, or even pronounce the most simplest words, he sure can put on a show. That's a backhanded compliment, but thank you, man. He also writes, he has the heart of gold slogger flakes and a sense of humor that will probably send him to prison someday. Facts. The only flaw in this new show is that he's being a lazy ass and does not give us daily episodes. Oh, come on! For that, I give this podcast 4.9 stars. Keep up the great work. That's really thumb... That's... That's really thummy. That's really thummy, Admiral Thunskin. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> That's really funny, Mr. Admiral Thumbskin. There we go. I got it. Nailed it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, you know what? I have not been myself this last week. Steph's little brother, and if you don't know, Steph is my girlfriend. Steph's little brother came into town and he graduated college. Yeah, Jimmy. Congratulations. I mean, I don't know why we're celebrating. It took him like 10 years to get a bachelor's degree. And according to my research, that's four years of college. Eh, I didn't go. So Jimmy's in town from Arizona. We've been having a blast and Jimmy's here to party. Jimmy's here to really celebrate the fact that he no longer has to go to class. He now has a big boy job like the rest of us. And before he has to jump into the real world, before he has to go to his big boy job, he came here to party for a couple of weeks. And oh boy, I'm hurting because everyone else has a nine to five to go to. I can record this show in the middle of the night. That's what I'm doing right now. It is literally the middle of the night. Sorry, Steph. Sorry. She's in the next room. So yeah, every single night we've been drinking and I'm not used to that life. Uh-uh. 
I'm used to having Betty White's bedtime. I'm asleep, or at least trying to go to sleep by 8 p.m. But man, my body just doesn't handle it the way it used to. I don't trust the things that have happened inside my body in the last week. Mm -mm, I don't. There's no way the way I've been drinking has not affected my little baby makers. I can't trust it. So I'm celibate. I locked it down, threw away the key. No one's getting in there. My crotch is like Alcatraz right now. Absolutely. I can't have a baby with this in my body. Could you imagine? You think I want a little me? Mm -mm. No, 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 no. I'm learning to love myself, but I don't want a baby Justin. And the world doesn't need another baby Justin who's born off Maker's Mark and Sativa. Let's just be honest. Now, I don't know if that's how it works, but I'm pretty sure I poisoned the well, so to speak. My mama was playing Edward Forty Hands two weeks before she gave birth to me. I'm not throwing stones. She was 17. What are you supposed to do at 17? <laughs> okay, I'm throwing stones. And that's how you make a Justin. I'm no longer putting out. No matter the temptation that Steph puts on me, I don't care what she wears. I don't care what she says. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. My privates are an Akon song. Two-step authentication wouldn't get you in here. I'm telling you. Locked down. But I need to do this because this is how life works out for me. After all these years of working my ass off, practicing perfect to just try to get one, just one to slide by the goalie, it hasn't happened. Now that my body's all wonky, watch. This is when the goalie's weak. This is when the goalie has an eye off the puck or ball or thing. I don't know hockey. I don't know soccer either. But you know what I mean? And it's not easy turning down love. It's not, but you know what? Kitchen's closed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm like nine days celibate right now. Staying strong. Lord help me. You know what's interesting about drinking is it gets you out late at night. And like I said, I'm not normally out late. And I never really understood. Nothing's open. Everything's closed. I never realized how unfair it was for the night walkers. The privileged day walkers who get to work nine to five, they get all the privileges. They get to go to all the restaurants, go to every single store they want to, live their best life. But the night walkers, the ones that do the graveyard shifts, there's nothing open for them. Night walkers have no option other than to go to 7-Eleven to get some roller food. And this had me thinking, since there's like a hundred different chicken spots or a hundred different sandwich shops, why doesn't one open from 4 p.m. and close at 4 a.m.? Why try to go for the same customers that all the other 99 chicken spots are going for? I know people are probably gonna say, there's not enough business to be open those hours. I don't know why I gave them that voice, but I did. And I think you're wrong. I mean, check this out. If they were to market, if a business was to market that that's their thing, their thing is that they sell chicken from 4 p.m. to 4 a.m., I swear they'll get business. Yeah, of course. It may take a little while to catch on, but everything does. 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. are great hours. They get the dinner rush, they get the late night rush, they get the drunk rush, and they get the early morning trucker rush. That's a lot of rushes. Maybe this is a dumb idea, but I'm looking out for the people whose Fridays end up on a Monday and their noon is 9 p.m., but they don't get to have the normalities that us daywalkers get. I mean, I feel bad for them. What if they want a pedicure at 10 p.m., but nothing's ever open? Not even the shady places are open. I checked, I looked, I was baffled. And I'm just wondering, where are these people's hustle? I mean, you see businesses close down all the time. And I know people are doing their best, but sometimes you gotta think outside the foot. If you wanna be successful in this world, you're gonna have to scrub down some tootsies at all hours of the night. People have feet 24 hours a day. They don't get to just take them off like a bra after working a long day. No, we're stuck with these throbbing suckers. And damn it, someone needs to touch them and fix it. <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe there should be more businesses open late. And for those who work the opposite schedule, I'm looking out for you. And I think I'm slowly but surely becoming one of those people because my brain is starting to work way differently now. Now that I don't have to wake up at 3 a.m., it's weird. My brain really starts to kick in at 8 p.m. And by 10 p.m., I'm in sixth gear, baby. I'm humming. So now I find myself relating to these night walkers. 
I'm up super late writing stuff down, trying to figure it out. It just doesn't make any sense to me why Mr. 9 to 5 gets all the perks. What about Mrs. 12A to 8A, huh? What about her? Why can't she live her best life to the fullest and write go-karts at 11 p.m. on a Monday, which is her Friday? <sighs> but yeah, these are the things I think about. Jimmy leaves today. Thank goodness. I love the man. Love him. But whew, I can't do it anymore. And I felt really bad just letting him drink alone. That's how problems start. So I joined him. A family. I love that boy. I got your back, son. I love the kid, but I need a break. I'm doing dumb stuff. Dumb, embarrassing things like the other night. We're having a good time. Everybody went to bed. And then I get a notification on my phone from the Nextdoor app saying that there's a couple guys going house to house, driveway to driveway, trying to get into cars. And the person that posted it was seven houses down. And even though I was headed to bed, heroes don't sleep. Heroes don't rest. Mm -mm. I saw this as an opportunity to catch these bastards and have fun doing it. Capture it for the podcast. And then I started laughing and having a good time about all the prank ideas I could do. And I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll put dog poop on the car door handles and I'll sit inside of it and I'll film them. So as they're trying to break into the car and get into the car, their hands will get all pooey and I'll laugh. So like the evil scientist I thought I was, I went to the kitchen, I put on the big yellow gloves and I scoured the backyard for the perfect revenge poop. I didn't realize at the time how weird I probably looked at 2 a.m. out there with the flashlight in the backyard picking poop, but it was for a good cause. It was to make a difference. I was gonna teach these bastards a lesson. You don't steal and you don't steal from me. So as I was applying dog poop to every single door handle of my car, I was laughing so hard thinking about how pissed these guys are going to be. I throw the gloves away and I go to get in my car. Within the 40 seconds it took me to throw the gloves away, my drunk ass forgot what I just did. I totally forgot that I gooeyed up all the door handles. I pooed myself! Oh, oh, so gross, so nasty. Even though I was the one that just did it, that was my karma, really. Oh, it was so bad. And, and I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a premature gag reflex. I swear I woke up the neighbors. I can't even, can't even. Sorry. I told you I can't do that. So I don't, I don't even know why I tried. Freaking sweating. So yeah, so I was doing that super late. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> it almost happened again. So I started hurling and freak. <clears throat> Sorry, <clears throat> started hurling like I'm about to do right now. Oh, such a dummy. So instead of pranking the thieves, I pranked myself. And then I spent the next freaking hour cleaning and gagging. It was horrible, what a dumb mistake. And even though I was out there in that driveway until about 4.30, no one ever showed up. I don't know if the neighbor was lying. I don't know if the neighbor saw a dog, but I pooed myself for no reason. Oh, so gross. So embarrassing. Ugh. I guess that's what I get. I guess I should have let the law handle it. Should have let the universe take care of it. I don't know why I thought that I needed to be a hero. Nah, it was a bad day. It was a poopy day. Side note, you know what's so funny is I once had a boss who wouldn't allow us to say poop or fart. And it's so weird that every single time I went to say poop, I almost said the P word or I almost called it something different, or I almost didn't say the word at all. It's crazy. It's the same guy that wouldn't let us say the word pickles on the air either because pickles freaked him out. <laughs> it's a true story, dead ass true story. It feels so good to not have those ridiculously tight restrictions. You can't say pickles? Ugh. I for real couldn't talk about pickles. Pickles, it's wild, it's hard out here. And in case you're listening, Mr. Weirdo, pickles, pickles, pickles. Even though I'm throwing shade, everybody has like one thing they don't like. It's just odd that this guy's thing was pickles. It's weird. Like, you know when you're laying in bed and going to sleep and all of a sudden your body does that involuntary jolt? 
Like you're just about to fall asleep and then all of a sudden it's like you were resuscitated. Shock, boom. So as I'm laughing about a guy who wouldn't let me say the word pickles because they grossed him out or something, I'm legit the guy who lays in bed every single night afraid of that weird jolt that seems to happen. Like I'm getting anxiety from the jolt. It's almost like opening up a can of biscuits where you never know when it's gonna pop. Like even though no one's ever died from a can of biscuits, I'm always afraid that jolt is gonna come at any moment. White knuckling it, you know what I mean? And maybe you guys have something weird like that too. Mm -hmm. I have sensory issues. There's a lot of things I don't like to touch, a lot of weird things, but I still touch them. I still wouldn't make a rule that no one in the house is allowed to have blank in the house. For instance, styrofoam. Styrofoam, ugh, feels gross, ugh, right? It's just one of those things for me. I don't like the texture. Drywall, you nasty, get away. I hate it, ugh, gosh, I hate it so much. But I'm not gonna enforce rules where drywall or styrofoam are not allowed in the house or even that word's not allowed because the word alone grosses me out. No, that's weird, dude. That's weird. But there's a lot of weird people in this world. We're all weird. Every single one of us has a little weird in us. And I guess maybe the trick to life is just to get comfortable, get used to your own weird. It's kind of like getting used to your own scent, right? And we're all different. We're all into different things. And I think there's humor in that. It's not that you're making fun of something that someone's into. It's the fact that sometimes it's funny what people are into. For instance, here's a man who has a crush on Pac-Man. It's a grown man. He's a man. He's 40. Ah, buttons. Damn it. So here's a guy. 40-something years old, has a huge crush on Pac-Man. Sure, to you and I, odd, weird. For him, he's having the best day ever. He's living his best life. Check how happy he is. Pac-Man, Pac-Man, Pac-Man. I get kind of an oddball little Pac-Man feeling when I get the impression that he may be nearby. And there he'll be, you know, his golden yellow light just... <laughs> oh! Okay, okay, let me explain what's happening here. Again, a man, probably mid-40s, with a rockin' mullet. I mean, the curls are beautiful. He's got the body of Shane Gillis. He's wearing a Pac-Man shirt, and behind him in this little interview, where he's talking about his excitement for Pac-Man, there's hundreds of pieces of memorabilia. Now, I'm a guy that used to be turned on by everything. Absolutely everything, especially as a kid. I mean, whew, cartoons? Are you kidding me? Patty Mayonnaise used to make me crazy. I mean, I remember being 14 years old, having to bite the remote when Patty Mayonnaise came on the screen. Jeez. And she wasn't the only one. Mm -mm. I like Mean Girls. And I learned that at a young age. Thank you, Angelica. And it all goes back to Angelica. Angelica was the first girl to treat me dirty, treat me wrong, boss me around. So I'm not throwing shade at this guy at all. I just find it odd that he's attracted to Pac-Man, but to each his own. All right, back to the video. And the screaming you're about to hear again is him walking into an arcade and seeing Pac-Man for the first time that day. Golden yellow light just off. <laughs> and he humps it. All right. Hi, Pac-Man. The drool will be there, and he'll be reaching in his pockets instead of for a condom. He'll be What? Why would you even say that? This is his friend. Well, at least that's what it says in the interview. This guy's not his friend. This guy loves making fun of this guy. He loves this. Why would you bring up condoms? Why would you even do this? I got to hear that again. Greg. His name is Greg Yeti. Instead of for a condom, he'll be reaching for tokens. Quarter, 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 quarter. Hello? Oh, oh, so he doesn't come ready. This guy comes unprotected? All right. He doesn't have a quarter, so now he's got to go to the front desk and ask for quarters. How are you? Might I perhaps ask you for some quarters that I may offer them to the great yellow one? Sir. Okay. All right. This guy's not normal. The great yellow one? Hmm. See, there's a fine line between something's wrong with you and you like weird things. I don't know where this guy stands. Certainly, certainly. Keep the great yellow one from going through my- By the way,
the way, there is two big ass bald twins behind the counter of this pizza shop where this Pac-Man machine is. These guys are the definition of gym tan laundry. I can just tell they're somewhere near the shore. My wall again, right? Sorry about that. This is really hard on the buttons. I feel bad for the machine. No. Thank God I'm not a Pac-Man machine. Right, right. No, don't. No, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all those poor workers. So they know something's not right. They know it's all not there, probably. And this guy just happened to be fixated on their Pac-Man machine. So he knew it was there. Again, didn't come prepared, didn't have quarters. Throw here with my Pac-Man now. Okay. <laughs> Tim has spent $10,000 in quarters alone, playing every day on his lunch break. Yeah, he's possessed. Yeah, he's possessed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this guy says he's possessed. <laughs> the pizza worker. Oh, buddy. Buddy. <laughs> I get it, man. I say dumb words, too. Yeah, he's possessed. Yeah, he's possessed. <laughs> oh, man. See? See, there's weird everywhere. Everybody has their own weird. We're all weird. Maybe you're Pac-Man weird. Maybe you're possessed. <laughs> or maybe you're like me and you like to prank people and then end up getting pranked yourself. Whatever it is, have fun with it. Rock it. Be Mr. Pac-Man lover man. Who cares? I love the fact that he walks into that restaurant all the time and doesn't care what people think. Man, I want that. I read an article the other day that said everybody in the U.S. is getting depressed. And I think the CDC put it out. Let me see if I can find that real quick, because it was really interesting. And it's really interesting that it took this long for people to understand, for the CDC to make an announcement about this. This has been happening for a long time, everybody. The CDC knows the prescriptions that are being prescribed to all these people suffering. It's not new news to them. It's just new news that is trending. So people like the CDC, instead of doing the right thing, they see it trending, so they're moving forward. It's kind of like Pride Month, where a lot of corporations, if you go back 10 years ago and look up a corporation that is all about Pride Month today, Look up 10 years ago and see if they were all about Pride Month. They're not. The reason why is because it's commercialized. They were able to make money. And that's kind of disgusting. And that's what's happening here. The CDC is jumping on board because fortunately, people like you, I, and many other people are communicating and being open about the struggles they've lived through because we're just humans and we all go through some stuff. And so even though it's awesome that articles like this are out, it's just way too late and it's way too obvious. But I thought there were some really good numbers in here. Even though I'm knocking the article, I'm excited it's here. Because stuff like this will help kill the stigma on mental health. I think we're moving in the right direction with all this stuff, but there's so much work that needs to happen. And in this article that is on MSN, they talk about how mental health issues have increased during COVID-19. Well, yeah. Why wasn't any of that thought about or applied to? And now you're just pointing out the obvious. You're pointing out that a lot of us and a lot of people suffer. Yeah, no kidding, dude. Gah. Duh. And you did this. The CDC, you're responsible for a lot of this. You should be in prison. You should have poo on your door handles. Ah, it's so crazy. The CDC wrote an article about the things that they did to us, the things that they helped happen, which again, which is why I celebrate you, Mr. Pac-Man lover weirdo guy. Do your thing, dude. Be weird. Because there's a lot of stuff in life that we can't control. But what we can control is chasing the things that we love, no matter how weird they are. Hi, it's Miss Meat Lover again. I just got out of the gym and I needed some meat. <laughs> so I got this beautiful, oh, tasty. Geez, don't, don't grab it like that. Jerky. Oh. 
Ooh. I don't like the way she says jerky. Let's try it out. Let's try it. Oh, gosh. Okay. You guys got to stop sending me these TikToks. What the hell is happening? I'm kidding. Send all your clips to nopolicepodcast at gmail.com. Oh, my God. This is so good. Bit all over the camera. Oh. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> That's gonna make me gag again. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> oh. Let's see if I can make it through this. Oh, it's over. Thank goodness. Oh, that was freaking Hi, bad. It's oh. Miss Meat Lover. She's back. With a public service announcement. Uh oh. If you piss me off, I'll beat oh. your meat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was disgusting and scary. What is this woman's name? Okay, so she's calling herself Miss Meat Lover. If you're looking for these videos, you now know where to find it. That's wild. <laughs> oh, what else do we have? Why don't you come out with your own eyes and take a look? Oh, mister. She actually is outside. She can see right at Sir, if common sense will tell you to stop loving some of your hands, but hey, you know, common sense ain't thing. Common sense. Common sense, that's what I said. You guys' heads are up your asses. And so is yours. You don't smell that shit on your lips. <laughs> 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 you have a good night, sir. Be blessed. You go yourself and tell me how it is. Your asses are going to get fired. By who? You can happily kiss my ass. I'm good with either one. <laughs> really? This kind of service that does not go At this time of night with that type of attitude? Yes, sir. No, because I didn't understand what you said you had or didn't. Because you can't easily Oh, that's how it ends? No, I need more. I need more. Thanks for sending in the clip, but give me more. Did the guy end up losing his mind? Did he get food? Did he not get food? Oh, man. And it seems like that Taco Bell worker was ready with the lip. He has had enough. He's right. It is 4 a.m. He's ready to go to sleep. F you. Wow, that was hilarious. What a funny video. Common sense. Common sense. That's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. Oh, that's so funny. All right. What else do I want to get into today? Oh yeah, there's a question from a Patreon subscriber. Where is it? Jeff writes, how do you feel about the submarine that was going down to see the Titanic when everybody died? <laughs> how do I feel? I feel horrible. <laughs> That's your whole question? I feel bad. It's horrendous what happened to those people. I feel so bad for them and their families. Nobody should go out that way. I'm guessing he's probably asking me this because a lot of people on the internet are laughing at these billionaires and saying stuff like, they got what they got or they got what they deserved. I don't feel that way at all. To me, this whole thing sounds like a movie plot. It doesn't sound real. It doesn't feel real. And yeah, I see these people clowning on the billionaires on Twitter. I see them laughing at them doing this, saying, why would they even do this? They have all the money in the world. And to me, they're billionaires. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do wild and crazy stuff like this. You're supposed to do the stuff that only money can get you. I mean, why else be a billionaire? And I'm sure the billionaire life probably gets boring. When you get to do anything and everything you ever wanted to do in life, I'm sure you and I would not be able to relate to that. We're like, okay, I'll try it. 
But for a billionaire who's done it their entire lives, it's probably boring. They've done it all. They've seen it all. So I don't blame these people for jumping in a submarine and going to see the Titanic. That's rad. Are you kidding? My great-grandmother's deviled egg recipe is down there somewhere. I was hoping they were to come back with it. I'm sad for many reasons, but one of the reasons is I think that recipe's gone forever now. They were my last shot. Yes, that's so horrible. And it's, again, it, to me, it just makes sense. It makes sense that they tried something that could have possibly ended horribly. Yeah, because they've done it all. I mean, do you remember the first time your parents let you order off the adult menu as a kid? Hmm? Do you remember how exciting that was? It was so thrilling. What? I get a big boy meal, right? Now, do you remember how quick that excitement went away? What was it? The second or third time you got to order off the real menu? It was now boring. You realize that everything you were looking forward to doing sucks. It's almost like looking forward to driving. Then you get 16. It's exciting. By 17, you're tired of it. And I don't know, but I'm guessing that's what it's like for a billionaire, right? I mean, is, isn't that the rumor about Magic Johnson and how he got HIV? The rumor is he slept with so many women that he can no longer get his rocks off by women. So we switched it up, allegedly. Again, I can't relate to that, but I could see, I could use my imagination and understand how someone could possibly go through that or feel that way or whatever, make those decisions. So Patreon subscriber Jeff, I guess my very first feeling is sadness. Absolutely sadness, but I do find the story very interesting. I mean, from the very beginning, I was shocked that they didn't sound like a monkey or a dog. When they first went to space, didn't they sound like a monkey or a dog? Why didn't they do that down under? Makes no sense, but you know, we live in a new world. Things happen, things change. These days, the billionaires are now the canaries. Whew, what a sad and scary situation that must have been. And the more information comes out, the crazier things get. Like, I just saw the stepson of one of the men who's on board was getting crap for going to a Blink-182 concert. And I guess he was caught flirting with an OnlyFans model while his stepfather was missing. When I first saw that, I thought the kid was 17 years old. But then I started looking into the story, and the man is 36. He's 36 years old. That changes it a lot. That changes it a lot. It changes from a little kid who could be 17 years old, going through something traumatic for the first time in his life, needing to escape, going to a concert, using the fame to maybe flirt a little bit. That I can kind of understand. But a 36-year-old? We got a problem. But you know, everybody handles stress and everybody handles loss in a different way. And I saw here that Cardi B came out and gave this guy crap for going to the concert and for making those flirty tweets towards the OnlyFans model. And the guy responded to Cardi B and said, shame on her. How I handle loss is how I handle loss. Blink-182 is one of my favorite bands of all time. My family would want me to be here. And then he writes, what am I supposed to do? Stay home and watch the news and be sad all day? No, he's supposed to go to the concert and saying, where are you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I get it. I get it. Timing on this is bad. And the publicity for this kid is... I mean, man is bad right now. He's a man. He's 36. Timing is bad, but to me, that makes sense. Music is so healing. Music makes you forget things, right? Radio shows make you forget stuff. Podcasts, TV shows, movies. That's why entertainment is there. Blink-182 is entertainment. And for those that are throwing shade at this guy for going to a Blink-182 concert as if he bought the tickets that day, no, he planned for this for a very long time. It was unfortunate that his stepdad happened to be missing, happened to be in a submarine, possibly dead at the time. That's just timing. That's unfortunate timing. And quite honestly, it's a little selfish of the stepdad for even doing... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I couldn't go in on that. <laughs> so I kind of get what this guy is going through. I probably would go to the concert myself. I mean, it's a stepdad. If it was my dad, of course not. Mm. Mm. Where are my seats? <laughs> 
But a stepdad? I've had so many stepmoms. Are you kidding? So many stepmoms. So many stepmoms. I'd go see Sinbad. I'd go see Simon and Garfunkel. Is that their names? Whatever brings you joy for the time being. Whatever can take your mind and your heart off of the misery that you're going through. As soon as the concert's over, you're back to the misery. So let this guy have his fun. Don't throw shade at him for trying to heal. We all heal in different ways. Music helps so many people heal. Again, timing's bad. But Tom DeLonge is back. Do you understand what that means? <laughs> I'm sure he said that. And him reaching out to the OnlyFans model on Twitter. Again, I kind of find it hilarious. And I find it understandable in a way. Doesn't sadness make you a little... When you're sad and upset, aren't you looking for things to make you happy? Doesn't your little happy zone on your body change the way you feel about things? Hmm? If you turn that no-no zone into a yes-says zone, a lot of stresses go away. And maybe that's what this guy was doing. Maybe he was turning no-no into yes-yes. He got caught up when this OnlyFans model posted, can I sit on your face? And he responded, yes, please. All right, again, timing is bad, which is why he's under this microscope. But any other day, there'd be no thing. If anything, he's supporting a young entrepreneur putting her kids to school, private school with that. I mean, we're shaking her finger at this 36-year-old guy, but he could be a hero. I mean, he is supporting a young woman's children to go to private school. Again, alleged. I don't know that. I'm making an argument. <laughs> a stupid argument. But yeah, that's what I think, Jeff. <laughs> There's so much to this. It's going to make the greatest Netflix docuseries ever. We all went crazy with Tiger King. Tiger King has nothing on this. This is insane. And all the hate surrounding it is just making the story blow up even bigger. Man, I know we started the show with this, but the way the show has been moving and the energy that's been happening and the stories that we've been talking about, I feel like we could use another prayer. I feel like we need the Lord's help here. Let's listen to this again. It's just so good. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for all your blessings. You said in all things, give thanks. So we want to thank you tonight for these mighty machines that you brought before us. Thank you for the Dodges and the Toyotas. Thank you for the Fords. And most of all, we thank you for Roush and Yates partnering to give us the power that we see before us tonight. Thank you for GM Performance Technology and the R07 engines. Thank you for Sunoco Racing Fuel and Goodyear tires that bring performance and power to the track. Lord, I want to thank you for my smoking hot wife tonight, Lisa. My two children, Eli and Emma, or as we like to call them, the little E's. Lord, I pray you bless the drivers and use them tonight. May they put on a performance worthy of this great track. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. Wow. <laughs> It's even better the second time. Boogity, boogity, amen. No! No! No, 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 no! 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 No!